On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, Keith and I talk about the final preseason game where the Sixers improved to 4-0. What did we learn? We dive into it next right here, Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by PrizePick. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LOCKEDON. That's prizepicks.com, promo code LOCKEDON. What's up, man? Welcome to you, Keith, of course, and welcome to everybody out there. This is Locked On 76 I'm Devon Givens. That's Keith Pompey. This is the Locked On 76ers podcast, Keith Pompey from the Philadelphia Inquirer, inquirer.com, Sixers Beat Reporter. I'm Devon Gibbons from 97.5 Fanatic Radio here in Philadelphia, and we have a lot to talk about. We got to thank everybody for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On 76ers is free and available on all platforms, including right here on YouTube at Locked On 76ers. Keith, what's happening, man? What's good, brother? How you been? Oh, man, preseason is in the books. We are a few days away from the start of the regular season. Nothing is wrong. All is good. All is good, except for the Phillies losing. But other than that, all is good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's still the calm before the storm, right? Yes, it is, man. And, look, we got to get to it because the Sixers are 4-0. You take something from it. You don't take something from it. We'll speak on it next. Here as we dive into that, we'll talk a little bit later about some of the players who we expected to play a little bit more in the preseason, maybe get a little bit more run to show what they have to finalize this roster. Um, We have some thoughts on that and and why this game may be a telltale sign for who may not make this team. And we'll dive into a little bit more later on in the final segment. But Keith, 4-0, there are some good things to see. We've talked about Tyrese Maxey quite a bit. During this preseason, the first three games averaging 20 points. He finished with nine points last night uh, for the 76ers as they took on the Charlotte Hornets, who fell to 0-5. But they improved. They they were down by as much as 11 points. Uh, They came back and won the game by five. Maxie didn't play all that well. And B played in the second game of the preseason. So he got some work in, some basketball work in uh, against a, a different team that's not his own. James Harden finished with 17. He had a couple of step back jumpers mid-range which i like to see he also caught some catch and shoot three-point opportunities love seeing that also so keith i mean was there something in through these four games how do you take these do you do you look at these and and take something from them they're 4-0 do do we overreact to 4-0 or are we handling the right way where we're just looking at it saying all right a good basketball team that's supposed to be one of the top teams in the eastern conference won the basketball game won all four of them looked okay in the games, I guess. And now we get ready for the regular season. How do you look at them through these four games? I mean, I have to say incomplete. Like, I mean, honestly, um, be because I mean, yeah, Joel, how many minutes did Joel play tonight? Um, you know, he, he played 23 even. Yeah. He played 23 minutes. Um, you know, before that, my biggest concern were that they didn't have a lot of on-court time. 
you know, when you look at the 76ers team and, you know, they have a lot of new faces. I mean, if you really want to be real about it, when we talk about um, the rotation that they had and, you know, tonight, it was it was kind of sort of like, I mean, the only person that came off the bench that was here longer than two years was was um, Shake Milton, you know. So, you know, there's a lot of new faces that they got sprinkled in there with these guys. And, you know, I, I would like to see them have played more together because, you know, they have a gauntlet at the beginning of the season with Boston and Milwaukee. And, you know, I'm just looking at these guys and the timing was off. So to me is a little bit incomplete and I get it. You can't really look into it. Now, if this was the Milwaukee Bucks, if it was the Boston Celtics, you know, teams that the core players have been together for a while, then I would say, hey, like, who cares? But to me, it was a little bit incomplete to me. And and that and that was my biggest takeaway of that because I think we need to see more Joel and and uh and James working well together. Something else that uh, that stood out to me, like I didn't really see the t- Tobias being utilized a lot. I mean, it's one thing if a guy is missing a bunch of shots, but I believe he only had five shots, like four in the first half. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah, it was a lot of buddy ball to me. It just seemed like between three dudes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's something that we're going to talk a lot more about because he has to find uh, his rhythm and find where he fits into everything with this team. But they also have to find ways to run plays for him. They don't run many plays for Tobias Harris. So have to figure that part out because he's too important to the basketball team not to be involved in the flow of the offense and doing something for the basketball team. So need to definitely figure that out with Tobias Harris. One of the things that I learned uh, uh, from this from this team right here is that again what really what stood out to me is that he was doc rivers was really trying to figure out the back end of things uh, at least with the second unit it feels like d'anthony melton is in there george niang is in there i i still believe montrez harrell gets the nod before paul reed and daniel house is also in that next four now, the next three, where we go from uh, 10, 11, and 12, I'm not quite sure where Paul Reed, uh, Matisse Thibel, who I thought would be in there. Uh, also, uh, speaking about Furkan Korkmaz, Shake Milton was in that first five, that next five behind the starters, where he played tonight, Keith, 10 minutes and 22 seconds. So Shake was Shake starting to get some more minutes. Doc Rivers is calling his number to see what, what, he, uh, what he can bring to the table and you mentioned them already, but uh, that's one thing that, that really stood out to me. Those four, Anthony, the Anthony Melton, Harold, Niang, Junior, uh, House Jr., they're in. It's everyone else trying to figure out. And that's what I know the next four are those guys. Doc Rivers is trying to figure out who are the next from 10, 11, 12 that I can count on between Matisse, Thiable, Paul Reed, Shake Milton, and Furkan Korkmaz. So this is, this is going to be something to watch over these next couple of days and figuring out who is going to be uh, on a part of this team. Will there be any uh, movement, some activity before the season gets underway? I have no idea, but 4-0, incomplete is a fair way to look at it. But 
I also look at it and say it's not nothing that you win four games because if we sat here and watched and said, all right, they lost all four games or maybe one and three, we would be saying, all right, how are you supposed to be a, a, a contending team and you're taking these games, not taking them seriously enough, and you're going out there and winning, losing them, they won them. And that's it, that this team is, is an okay basketball team with a lot of answers that still need to be uh, put out there for everybody, all four Sixer fans, and even for us that cover the team in general. But one of the answers that we don't have yet, Keith, is they need to figure out a roster spot um, when it comes to some of their backing guys. Isaiah Joe, Charles Bassey, Julian Champagny, who is going to be on this basketball team? Charlie Brown Jr., who's going to be on this basketball team? We'll dive into that next as we figure out who and why will be on this roster moving forward. We'll do that next right here, Locked On 76ers. So on you, man. Let's talk about prize pick, right? So here's the thing. Tonight, I'm taking Luka Donish to score more than 26.5 points. LeBron James to have more than 7.5 rebounds. Kevin Durant to have less than 6.5 assists. And Steph Curry to have more than 3.5 three-pointer made. What do you love about their games, formats, is easy to play? What current entries do you have, right? Pick two to five players, and if they will score more or less than the prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. No, com- no competing against other people. It's just you and the projections available. Download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up for your daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. Don't forget the ender promo code locked on to sign up for an instant deposit and match up to $100. Do it today, people. Definitely do it today. Make sure you do it today, people. Basketball is back, so it's going to be uh, it's going to be a fun time, no doubt, to be able to do all those things and make those types of selections. We appreciate you checking in uh, with us. Thank you for making Locked On 76 as your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast for not- nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you do get your podcast all right keith no minutes tonight for isaiah joe no minutes for charles bassey what's going on where do you see those two players playing out when it comes to things shaking out over the next couple of days right now Sixers do have one roster spot if i'm if i'm correct they have one roster spot that they have to clear is it one or two i think they have two they have one they well, well they're gonna they clear, clear two. two they got two to clear but it's only really going to be one because, and the reason why I'm saying that is because uh, Michael Foster, like, it's crazy. Like, I mean, you know what? They could like, like Michael Foster, they keep giving him a look and this and that. Like he's, he signed an exhibit 10 deal. You know, he's under the impression that he's going to be waived and he's going to go down to the G league. Right. 
but they like him. They like his energy. Um, so let, assuming that he is waived, then it is going to come down to another player. And, you know, two guys who, well, Isaiah Joe did get some burn this preseason, just the last yeah. couple of games he didn't play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but the one guy who only played basically a quarter in four preseason games is Charles Bassett. Like, you know, he had four points, he had nine rebounds, he had one block, he had one still against Brooklyn. Like he played well. And then after that, he hasn't played. And then he did he he subbed in. He hasn't even been really practicing. Like Seriously, he hasn't even been practicing. Like his number hasn't been called, and they put him in on Sunday, and Doc is like raving over how good he looked at practice. So you you assume that okay, well he's going to play Monday. You assume that he's going to play tonight, and he didn't get the number called. And you know sometimes you you think that maybe it could be one of those things where if he's not traded, he could be the guy that's gone. You know, if he's not included in the trade. So I don't know. And then Isaiah Joe, you look at Isaiah Joe, like you would think that he his skill set is on par, if not a little bit better than some of the dudes who play. <laughs> you know what I mean? Some of them. But, like, I, I don't know. Like, and in Sunday, I don't even think his number was called in practice on Sunday. So – you know, Doc said to, uh, tonight that it's one of those things where you look at people to see what they can do. Don't read into it. But it's hard not to read into it because those players are reading into it. You know what I mean? Like, hey, I didn't get any burn. So I don't know. Yeah, if anybody, I, I would still say that Isaiah Joe makes the team because of his outside shooting ability. And Charles Bassey would be the one to go. It was a, another move, Keith, where they brought in Skylar Mace, who has played yeah. for the uh, Indiana Pacers. And uh, I, I don't know what to read into that, except for as another person to get a look at for a training camp invite, even though we are wrapping things up here, getting ready for the start of the season. So they I, I waived would, them already. They waived them? Okay. Yeah, so what it was is so what they have is they have. Is he in Exhibit 10? Yeah. They, okay. you, can, you can take up to six Exhibit 10s per year. So if you look at it right now, you got Michael Foster, Skylar Mays, uh, Pat McCall, Mac McClung, and then it was another dude. So I think right then and there, that's five. So don't be surprised if they sign another dude to an Exhibit 10. And with the Exhibit 10, if you choose, you know what the Exhibit 10 is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, but for the, for you guys out there, if you choose to join like that G League team, you're going to get like a bonus if you stay on that team all year. So that's what teams are doing. It's like it's giving people an incentive to 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 like once the Sixers have their rights for you to play for that team. So that's that's all that is. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be very very interesting. And uh, one player that we do need to talk about a little bit further. As we kind of get closer to the season, we start to dive into a lot of different players uh, on this basketball team and have predictions and all that type of stuff. Got to ask you about Jaden Springer, Keith, and what is his place on this team? We'll do that in our final one here as we talk about Jaden Springer 
and just get an idea, get an idea of what his future is with this basketball team. Did play last night very sparingly, but we'll talk about Jaden Springer and where his development is next right here, Locked On 76ers. Welcome back to Locked On 76ers. Hope you enjoyed that during the break. Keith Pompey, Devon Givens here uh, with you on the Locked On 76ers podcast. Jaden Springer, the first round pick from 2021, Keith, and still trying to figure it out. Very young player. Don't know where he will eventually be. These players need time. Drafted on the back end of the first round in the 2021 NBA draft. He played two minutes and 56 seconds last night, made all four of his free throw attempts, missed his only shot, which was a three-pointer. And yet, when we talk about all this depth on this basketball team, at the end of the season last year, in June, in May, Doc Rivers said he believes that Springer can play in the NBA game and defend. Didn't necessarily say at a high level or anything like that. He just simply pointed out that he will be able to defend on the NBA uh, level. But I ask you, as you've seen him in training camp through these four preseason games, what do you see them doing with him this season? Will he be with the team and practicing quite a bit, or do we see him back with the G League team getting a lot of run where he's able to get out there, get some work in, practice, play some in some meaningful games for the Blue Coats a- instead of being up here with the big club? I see him going back and forth, but I see him getting a lot of his burn in the in the G League. Like I do, like back and forth, meaning, you know what I mean? Like how they do some guys, you know, you, you like Shake, for instance, a second year dude. Like he was going back down there a lot, but then he would come up for games and sometimes sit the bench, you know, one of the, like take it, take everything in. Um, but I, I just don't see. I mean, first of all, you know, whenever they do first half minutes, those are the people who are battling to be in the rotation, right? And he's normally getting in in the, not the third quarter, but the fourth quarter, like late in there. I mean, I just don't see him getting any minutes on the quote-unquote varsity team with the Sixers. So I can see him going out to the JV getting some burn with, with the Blue Coats. I, I just don't see – him getting minutes, especially when you weren't playing them at all in the preseason that much, you know? So I think that we'll see him and they seem to be invested in him. So I, I think um, that we'll see him playing for the, um, for the blue coats a lot this year. I am interested to find out. That's why I wanted to ask you that question here in our final segment, just to kind of find out who he is, uh, what he is, had a chance to speak to Kobe Carl, the head coach, of the of the Delaware Bluecoats, and he talked glowingly about him. Of course, a young guy that's that's willing to learn, hard worker, has improved his shot with the time that he had been with both the 76ers and the G League coaching staff. So he's already gotten better. Now, are we asking too much? And on a 
first round pick on the back end. Not really because we do see other players that were drafted around him. Herb Jones, the second round pick in that same year. He's probably going to be a starter for the New Orleans Pelicans. And we've seen other players that are later first round picks that will be in the mix. And I know he's young and I know he's still relatively raw where there are some things that needs to be fixed with his game. But curiosity there, not only for myself, but also a lot of Sixer fans that are, are are interested in finding out what type of player, especially when you lack certain things uh, on the team, what it, it what it, it is exactly that uh, one player does for you that causes him to keep a first round, uh, keep a, a roster spot on the team. And I understand first round pick, you keep the roster spot, but what are you going to do eventually? What are you going to do with him? And this team is too deep right now for him to crack the rotation. So I, I do agree with you and think that, it's probably going to be where there are going to be so much time uh, on the uh, G League team instead of being with the big club. So I agree with you. I do. Yep. And uh, there are a few other guys that we have a lot to talk about, and we will get to those over the next few days as we preview the season, look at the roster, preview everything with these players, figure out a role. What's Tobias Harris's role? We'll dive into all of those things over the next couple of days uh, as we lead into the Boston Celtics game on the 18th, which will be game number one of the NBA season. Keith, we got to thank everybody for hanging out with us. Thanks again for making Locked On 76 as your first listen every day. Now, for your second listen, go check out the Ultimate Pro Basketball Preview 2022, a six-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NBA season, the local team experts, and the NBA insiders of the Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey, all combining into one Ultimate NBA Preview Search for Ultimate Pro NBA Preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. I am on one of them uh, where we talk about the Miami Heat, the 76ers, the Phoenix Suns, the Denver Nuggets, and the Dallas Mavericks. So I, I do encourage you, while Keith was so busy with training camp, I had the opportunity to represent us on that particular podcast with the other guys, and it was a, it was a bunch of fun. So I hope you can check it out and make sure that you continue to check us out as your first listen here on Locked On. 76 is Keith. If you don't mind letting the folks know where they can find us in general, inquire.com, 97.5 The Fanatic, all of it. Yeah, I mean, like D said, wherever you wherever you get your podcast at, um, make sure you come check us out. You know what I mean? Just do that. But also, um, you can follow my man D on Twitter at DivineG9775. And, you know, you also got to check out the Divine Given Show on 97.5 FM. You know, D, what time are you on tomorrow, brother? Tomorrow I'm on from uh, 10.30 approximately to midnight. I'm oh, all man. over the place. You know that. Yeah, that's why I asked. That's why I asked. <laughs> so make sure y'all y'all listen to him. Well, what time are you on Friday, you know? Friday I am on from 6 to 10. Yes, normal time. Normal okay. time. So, yeah. You can also follow me on Twitter at Pompey on Sixers, and you can read me in the Philadelphia Inquirer um, at Inquirer.com. Well, we appreciate you all listening. Make sure you check us out tomorrow. Hope you enjoyed this one, Keith. Have a good rest of your day, man. We'll talk to you. We'll talk tomorrow, man. All right, brother. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Got it. Appreciate it.